Welcome back, brunchers. This is your first time. Welcome. If you're coming back, thanks for coming back. We got a special guest here today. We got Olivia, and we're going to be doing some good talk, some good times, so stay tuned. Quick FYI, we are recording outside, so if you hear cars, tell my apartment building to stop construction. Yeah, so like I said, we have Olivia here. Olivia. Hey, besties. Yeah, so we're going to just do our first guest appearance on a podcast. So, you know, you know, I had a hard time figuring out what we should talk about in today's podcast. And then, you know, I thought Olivia and I are both the age 20. You're 20. Are you 20, 22. I'm 21. And we were like, what should I talk about? And, you know, what something really comes up is modern day relationships. So, Olivia, what's your take on them? They're scams. A scam. They're such a scam. I feel like our generation, um, I feel like that's a blanket statement. I think that starting with like our age group, we took hookup co- culture, we observed it from our older siblings or older classmates. Um, but the funny thing is we never outgrew it or we never saw that it ended. Um, I've seen people in my sister's generation and a couple years older than me, you know, they outgrew it and they saw like the importance of monogamy and choosing your spouse and you know um our age range is live laugh loving a little too much everybody you know that's a good way to put it that's a good way to put it let me yeah i think these relationships are interesting i mean with the new like stuff like tinder bumble hinge there's always like that like modern fascination it's like um what is it like a once in a million shot you see people that like actually meet on tinder and actually get married and have a long-term commitment for the most part, though, those are, like, hookups and, like, flings, I think, which is, like, weird. Yeah, I agree, but the thing is, first of all, everyone should know that there's a clarification. Tinder is for hookups, Bumble is for friends with benefits, and Hinge is the one where you can find more serious people, although each app does have a diamond in the rough. Um, I've had to delete them. Bailey, you uh, actually, my Hinge. I do, I do. Which is really <laughs> interesting. Um, I've given up uh, completely, but Bailey manages it. I we found one good guy. We did. We found one so far. Uh, but he plays a lot of video games, I've learned. And also texting him as much as you texted him is getting tiring, and I might ghost <laughs> him by accident. Um, <laughs> I throw my phone in my purse or backpack, so it's not personal. Um, I think one of them asked you on a date. I opened it. It just didn't respond because I didn't know your schedule. And also, like, you hadn't talked to him in, like, a few months. Yeah, no. I'm realizing I've been – okay, so I used to be – first of all, you can find love. The people I nannied for who had children who are married now met mm-hmm. on Bumble. But um, I would have to say also, like, I am the problem as much as I complain about the problem because I have a fear of, like, vulnerability, being with people. Also, not a lot of the options are what I would consider someone I would see myself with, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know how you hear people talk about high-quality men or, like, how high-value? I roll my eyes at that. But I think that for a standard of how you should want yourself to be treated – you do have to draw a painful like line in the sand um, and start looking for your own, what you consider high value. I don't know if that makes sense. I got lost. I rambled. No, it's good. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Yeah. Some relationships, I feel like, I don't know. I used to be on like all those dating apps. And then I was like, one day I was finally just like, wait, just a second. I just didn't want that lifestyle. And I was just like not being the person I wanted to be, which was interesting. It's also like interesting though, because like, I don't think I quit because I wasn't, like, 
finding what I want. I think I quit because I feel like I already knew what I wanted. And then... You were wasting time. I was wasting time. I just felt like I couldn't give the person, whoever I swiped right on or anything like that, the amount of attention or, like, care as I would of the person, like, I wanted, I guess. That is... You know what? Yes. Because I do the same thing where I swipe when I'm bored. Mm -hmm. I give them my attention when I'm bored. And that's really disrespectful, I have to say, because I'm not interested enough to text them in the middle of rushing to my car and my class or in between a shift at work and my break. I feel like if I was truly interested in someone, I would want to do that. I'd be waiting to talk to them, you know? Yeah, I mean... That also brings the question, am I searching too much? Because from observation and from all of the people I've talked to, especially like family members, they've all, we, can we also set um, a like counter for how many times I say like? Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's like a way above my, you know, editing. But you know, I can always try. Can we could try. try. Yeah. Um, is that love comes in the most inconvenient times in your life. And I'm kind of waiting for that to happen. I feel like I need to stop searching as hard as I am and just, you know, live, laugh, love for myself. Okay. I also say live, laugh, love unironically. (laughs) I apologize. I have, see, mine's, like, interesting, though, because, like, I have, like, um, what is the TikTok psychics that are always, like, you're gonna find love or your love is gonna come back. I have so much tea about that. (laughs) I just can't, I can't do that anymore. I mean, I full-fledged believe in them. For a while, I was, like, sitting there waiting, and I really enjoy the ones that are, like, if you're reading this by... 722 on Tuesday, November 21st. No hashtags. Yeah, and you're like, no hashtags. This was meant for you. And I don't know TikTok's algorithm. I don't know what they're doing, but then I'm like fully invested. So I watch like the whole like three minute video, and then at the end it's like, follow and subscribe for more. And you're just like, what part is this? Yeah, I don't even like those anymore, but they still find me. And I think it's really, really painful because (laughs) every time for me personally, different creators same message and i'm gonna give you a little detour about my um first love true love that i've told no one about really publicly i've told my family about it whatever uh his name rhymes with shrine and i met him when at my jc Brian. <laughs> <laughs> okay his name is brian <laughs> and um, we kind of, like, we hooked up or whatever, we were friends, and then I just let it go, you know, I was living my best life, and then a year ago, he went back to his home country, almost said it, um, and he's been trying to come back, but he's not really dedicated for it, and our relationship was very caring and loving at first, and then it turned purely physical, but on the phone, and that's something I've never been comfortable with. I also feel like if you're in a relationship with someone, you want to talk to them often. And I would only get talked to if he wanted something like that. And so I kind of had to cut that off. Um, and it really sucks because all of those TikTok things are, this person knows you're the one. This person is just immature. This person is waiting for you or they know that they've messed up. And he's apologized and he's done all that stuff. He's like, I'm still like whatever and so it's I don't like them because they remind me of him when I forget about him throughout the day um but it's really hard to you know again push those boundaries of like you cannot treat me that way 
And I don't think a lot of guys uh, in our age group or any age group really like that, especially when my sneaky link got fired within the last... 24 hours, right? Yeah. Also, I have never heard the term sneaky link, and now I see it everywhere. It's astonishing to me. But no, it's, like, interesting. I see... I love those TikToks because I feel like I have the problem where I lose hope and then they gain so much hope. See, I never lose full hope, which is my biggest thing. I never allow myself hope. Hashtag trauma. But is that good or bad at the end of the day? It's detrimental, but it's also protective. Yeah, but at what point do you need to stop being protective? I think that's a big thing that people get to in any type of relationship is they become so protective or they're either so unprotective that there's no common ground facts i always think about that i'm always like i'm ready for a relationship and then the thought of someone knowing my inner workings of my schedule my day what i like to eat text me randomly mm, that's just very uncomfortable so the real next question i guess is so am i ready for a relationship or am i pretending everyone ever is anyone ever ready for a relationship yes so my next question is do you believe in soulmates? Yes. Care- expanding or anything? I believe that there are people. Well, first of all, I believe in reincarnation, so that's like a whole different thing. So I feel <laughs> that's a whole different. That's podcast. a whole different topic. <laughs> Turn but into Olivia's podcast for that one. <laughs> it's yeah, we don't know a name yet. <laughs> um, I would say yes in the sense of. I feel as if our souls are intertwined with multiple people in our lifetimes. I feel like a soulmate can be your best friend. It could be your niece. It could be your dog. It could be your cat. So in that sense, yes, I don't reserve soulmates to be solely romantic partners. Do you think there is soulmates that are romantic partners then? Yes, but I think there's a difference between this is my person and this is my soulmate. But which one do you think the the person should be with? I think you can be with your soulmate and be with your person. He said there's a difference. There is a difference. If your soulmate is your romantic partner, that's your soulmate. And if your person is your close friend or your cousin, that's your person. I think if your person is your romantic partner, in a way you're choosing them more, um, whereas your soulmate is your friend. I think that's the only, I would say, equal but different. Okay. Now, so you said that you think there's more than one? Cognitive dissonance right there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know about that one, for me personally, but this is always a tough topic for anyone. Well, what what do you think? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So... Uh, most of my podcast listeners are my mom's friends, so they okay. all know my parents did get divorced. Yes. So that probably ruined my idea of love for a while. Okay. But, I don't know. I think, personally for me, I have the true belief that there's one person out there for me. And I know that's super hard to find. And I know everyone's going to, like, come at me for it, and I would love to hear it. Please submit it next to the $10 donation box where you could submit $10. But, um... <laughs> I do I, it. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I fell for a person and like a while ago. Did the ground catch you? Yeah, the ground caught me pretty hard. But oh, did it throw you? Yeah, pretty hard. But I don't know. <laughs> I still believe that one person is the person that's 
made for me. So, like, modern, like, back to, like, when I was, like, on dating apps. I could never give anyone that full attention because I was, like, you're good for right now. You're good for right now. But if that person calls, if that person texts, if anything, yeah, I'm gone. And I just always felt bad after that because then it's, like... That's not fair. Yeah, it's not fair. So then it just leaves you in this kind of, like, circle of, like, do you wait for the person that you know that you love and care about and want, you know, to do everything in life with them? Or do you move on? As someone with a very big block list, I personally would say move on. And let me tell you why. <laughs> Please do, but hold on a second. I left a candle on in my apartment, so um, check. Back to your regularly scheduled program. Hey, besties. Okay, sorry. I also say that unironically. Um, fault, characteristic fault. Back to <laughs> moving on, I think is really important because yes that person was for you right you feel they were built to mirror you or to be a part of you but as we grow and change so so do our needs and our availability to receive love i don't think it is fair to yourself to close yourself off to potential love i think yes you can reserve it you can say i'm never going to do that again But if someone is bringing you flowers or is asking to go on a date, I don't think you should say no. I think you should go with the flow. Okay. But let me just uh, counteract your point. I did take debate and skip Rutlicker's class, which I do not recommend. Let's not. Let's let's not debate here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, so there's multiple songs about it. And I know songs probably shouldn't be a big thing to go off of, but... This talks about you grow together. So, like, you say that you may grow as an individual, but... I counter you on you grow together together. But can you grow separately in order to be stronger together? If both parties acknowledge the growth that needs to happen. Exactly. So With what... conscious conversation. But what if I'm growing right now to be able to be that person? Ooh, someone's dog is moving. But what if I'm growing right now to be that person? Never change yourself for another person unless they're willing to do the same for you. Yeah, but what if I also need to change myself? I mean... What do you need to change about you, Bailey? I mean, I think we all have characteristic flaws. And I know um, in a uh, podcast that has not been released yet, we talk about how, you know, going to therapy helps. Figuring out what you want to work on yourself to make yourself a better person. Um which we talk about a lot in the, another podcast. I haven't posted that one yet, just because it does get a little close to the line where I want us to keep it being a podcast. But that's besides the point. But I'm saying that if you grow, let's say I grow individually. I messed up in my past, and I own up to that, okay? And I say... Everyone should do that. And I say, okay, I messed up. I've gone, and I've gotten help for it. I've gone, and I've grown from it. And out now, I'm the person who I believe can be the person that takes their best step forward in being a good person for you, for us. Why should I not wait for that? Because if I know I do wait for that, and it does happen, there's no guarantee that that person will accept you in that moment. Yeah, but there's no guarantee any person will accept you all the time. Never wait 
for one man. But, I mean, some people believe that, but, like, I would, I would wait. I think we've come to an agree to disagree. I think we maybe we have, but... I'm dancing at your wedding. <laughs> you know... You see, better have a wedding. I don't... See, that's the big thing we talk about a lot on here in my podcast that I allude to is... I don't know if I can be fully happy without that one person. Why are you depending your happiness on one person when in a relationship you should never take a part of yourself away? You should be 100% authentically you within a relationship independently. I'm not holding a part of myself back almost. I'm making myself better at the end of the day. Okay. I'm, I'm working myself. I'm saying, okay, I'm looking at all my... I'm laying myself out on a sheet of paper, and I'm saying, okay, yes, I like this part of me. I like, want to keep it. Oh, this part of me needs improvement. I need to work on that. And I'm saying, uh, once I have that paper, it's never going to be fully done. It's never going to have a list of all the improvements I want checked off. It's never going to have me completely being that perfect person. But I'm saying... Once are these ideas are solidly put in place, what's it to stop me from being like, I was not the person I was before, and I don't want to be that person again, but the only part of that person I want to be is the part of that person that was happy with you. I don't know. I see, I think we're just going to have to... Wait and see how this goes. And I will support you throughout the whole thing. We might wait a long time. That's okay. We got time. Okay, guys. We're going to take a quick break and uh, hear some words from our advertisers. You tried these? Berries and cream starburst? Pardon me? What kind of starburst did you just say? Berries and... Berries? Berries and what else? And cream? Berries and cream? Oh, what up? Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Uh, I wanted to address our giveaway situation. Um, In Instagram posts, just comment your name, tag three people, and we're going to give out a few giveaways. So um, let's get back to the podcast. Awesome, welcome back. Hope you guys had a nice break like we did. Our next subject is going to be, when do you know it's enough? I know the first part of this podcast, we've talked a lot about um, me personally wanting one person and waiting for them. Olivia, you know, doing her own thing, live, laugh, loving. But now we're going to talk about when is it too much? When do you need to press that block button or when do you hold on? Let's get into it. Okay, so Olivia, you stated beforehand that you have a big block list. Would you like me to count how many are on it? I mean, we can do a little difference count. Okay, so okay. you go to your block list. I'll go to my are block list. Are we doing list. social media or are we doing phone? No, we're only doing phone. All right. That's in settings, right? That is. You get a phone, I think. Block contacts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. You know, that's a lot more than I expected I have. All right. Can you, you name everyone you block, though? Um, no. Because I can't. I, All right. I delete their phone number and if they keep texting me, they're... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 
The next day. 45. Yes. So. Needless to say, I protect my peace. Mm -hmm. I also have no mercy. So when, in your opinion, is it time to just hit that block? Well, it depends. If I'm being harassed, blocked. If I feel unsafe, blocked. Jeez, we're gonna take a swipe. So we had a location change because it got too dark out and then Olivia said she saw bats or heard bats. And it was not a bat, it was a bird, but also I got a peanut butter and jelly that was grilled. Yeah, but I'm still not supposed to deal about that. So we're just gonna go back to what we were talking about and that's when to block them. So, what do you think? When they don't respect you saying, I'm not comfortable, or I don't want to do this anymore, or you talk about reevaluating boundaries, or they're doing too much for the wrong reasons, or they're just not worth it. Now, here's my question. Let's say you're with someone for a long time. You break up. You block. Yes. Why? Why not? Exactly. Why not? But why? I don't know. Sometimes I feel because like I'm a living that TikTok. Is it me? <laughs> Am I the drama? I don't want to see their life. I don't want to see anything, especially if it didn't end on good terms. Also, don't be all up in my business. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes, I don't know. That's a difficult subject. I'm ruthless with the blocking. I am the problem. Is it nice to everybody? No. Does everybody deserve it? No. Do I do it anyways? Yes. But at least I'm not doing cocaine. Honestly, I think that's a great place to end. If you're going to want to listen to more of Olivia, I think she's going to start her own podcast. But for me and my brunchers, I'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. And I love and I hope we can eat brunch again soon. She'll link me down below.